ready for it? Welcome to Enchanted, a Taylor Swift podcast. For us three Swifties, this is our holy ground. Every episode will consist of us breaking down a Taylor Swift song based on her lyrics when she wrote the song, our own connections to the song, and of course, throwing out different theories based on our girl's love of a good Easter egg. Come back, be here every Sunday for a new episode. Welcome back to another episode of Enchanted, a Taylor Swift podcast. Today, we are hoping that you are not on a deserted island being exiled because we're talking about Exile, the rated the best Taylor Swift duet um, by, I think it was Billboard, um, which they also rated um, the, the last time with Gary Lightfoot as the worst duet, which is just so crazy um i literally wanted to burn something down because of that (laughs) clearly they didn't listen to our podcast they i mean literally like lover featuring sean mendez should always be the worst duet taylor swift has ever (laughs) done period bar none awful 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 don't come at me people um or do but but we're going to talk about exile because it is chef's kiss perfection amazing bon iver is that how you say it do you say it like bon, bon iver bon iver um or you know it's, as it's bon iver bon, bon iver sorry in kentucky we would say it as bon iver um so <laughs> take it however you want it um but I, as much as I love this song, I'm curious to know if you lovely ladies feel the same way about me. Wait, about like, you? Not like, about me. <laughs> Hold on. Let's read with some line and then go forward again. If you feel the same way about this song that I feel about this, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Christina, take it away. <laughs> I hate this song. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love this song because I love this like whole we broke up and here are both of our perspectives on it and I'm going to be a shady a-hole in the corner just staring you down with your new boo while I have my arms around some other lady but you know you could have given me a chance and then she's like oh boy I gave you so many chances like what the hell is wrong with you Um, but I love the back and forth of course it's way prettier than how I just described it. But I love that back and forth kind of like, he's like, you didn't give me any signs. And she's like, I gave you all the signs. Like, what is wrong with you? And I feel like you can really relate to that when you have a breakup with somebody and you're like, I told you all the reasons why we were going to break up. And then I broke up with you because nothing changed. And that other person could still be like, I'm oblivious. I don't know what's happening. That's why I like it. It's just so beautiful. Like, but just between the piano, between the low bass of his voice, like uh, half the time, I feel like I don't even necessarily realize what they're singing because I'm just so lost in the way that they feed off of each other. It's just this lovely methodical, just like back and forth. And you just get lost in it. Like you can't help but just having to listen to it because there is so much beauty in it, even though it's like a painful song. And his voice 
if you've ever listened to Bonnie Ver, you're just like, wait, this is not his high register. And you hear it on um, Evermore, his higher register. But it was kind of mind blowing to hear his lower um, pitch and like her lower register as well. Like it was just like really, I think that's what makes the song so magical. It's very different from, you know, the last time with Gary Lightbody or any of her other duets. This was um, my number one most listened to song in 2020 on Spotify rap. And when I shared it, I got a whole bunch of messages like, are you okay? Is everything fine? Like, do you need to talk about anything? And I was like, I am good. I just think that the song is literally like it literally, it, it takes me to a place that I can't describe it. It, it takes me to like darkness and sadness and anger but at the same time I'm watching that darkness sadness and anger like I'm not part of it I'm just watching it it's kind of like a train wreck that you can't look away from but like a beautiful train wreck um yeah and I I always found it interesting though because he like in the song um Bon Iver um says I think I've seen this film before but then he also says, um, you never gave a warning sign. So like, how how have you seen the film before, but you've not seen the warning sign? Like that was always a question that I had in my head. Like, did you think, is your film different than Taylor's film? I guess is the question. Like, are you two watching two different movies? Um, and maybe that's what it is. But yeah, I I just always, I just adore this song so, so much. I mean, that's how every relationship ends though. In every relationship, when you break up with someone or you end a friendship, you both have two very different, a lot of the times, very different stories in your head. Um, And I think that's exactly what she was playing on in writing the song was he's like, I've seen this film before and I didn't like the ending. He didn't want to be broken up with. And now he's like watching her out with somebody else. And he's like, but I still just don't understand. Maybe he was watching a French film and she was watching a, a British film (laughs) who knows but I love that imagery there one of the things that I absolutely also just love is every time I hear the song I have a visual of a bond I whatever wearing a mask a hood glasses and like completely incognito as they're filming this for long pong's long pond (laughs) studio sessions so weird and i'm like bro it's just you and the crew (laughs) like has no one ever seen your face before because this was the first time i've ever heard of him um because i live under a musical rock i understand okay you can all you know throw me hate mail wait cody have you listened did you listen to him before or no yeah i've heard of i've listened to a few songs before but it was like I probably played like a sad, depressing playlist and he was on there. So I would listen to his, yeah. a few of his songs, but yeah. go ahead, Meredith. Sorry. Oh, no, 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 it's fine. No, no, totally good. Um, but that's always one of the things that I have in my head is him just like in this, like all black trying to be like incognito as he's recording in the middle of this room <laughs> with the camera crew around. I'm like, I get it's the height of COVID bro, but like, I think we're a little aggressive. <laughs> Nobody else is in this room with you. Well, and I also like it because I think if I remember correctly, Taylor in the Long Pond Studio sessions, she talked about how he was one of her like musical heroes, like one of her like people. And 
for me, like I, if I was a musician, I would always be afraid to go up to my hero and like talk to them and get their input because it's like, what if it's, they're going to disappoint me? Like it's, it's all going to come shattering down really quickly. But the fact that he was like willing to do a duet with her, I just was like, okay, this speaks volumes to the type of person that he actually is. And granted, like, let's not, let's not also forget. He could have probably just been like, okay, that's going to be a really good payout. Um, (laughs) But at the same time, he also contributed lyrics to Exile. So at least he was like invested in the, the musical process of this song, which I think makes it even just 10 times better in my opinion. Um, But this song always, it always does make me think of that song off fearless. And now it's going to kill me that I can't think of it, but it's the one where um, she's talking about like, how good she is in this relationship. And then the chorus is about like how she misses the way I loved you. Yeah. The way I loved you, because I'm always like, I wonder if this is like the way I loved you, but also including the man's perspective in with it as well. Um, Cause I think that those two, like it kind of meshes well together. If you think about it like that, Um, granted they're very, two very, very, very different songs, but like, if you put it from the same perspective, it's kind of an interesting, if you think about it for a little while, it, it gives you goosebumps. Or even just shows her maturity, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Which I think is one of the cool things about A, her just going through all of her um, her albums, but then even when she comes out with the re-recorded Taylor versions, because you just really get to see and hear that maturity. And see how much her perspective has changed about love from, you know, standing up in the middle of a wedding on speak now to, to really feeling this pain and like being able to walk away from a relationship that's not serving her. Yeah. And let's not forget William Bovary. He also um, helped write this song or Bowery, not Bovary, William Bowery. So Kudos to you. can't pronounce anybody's names today. We suck. We just suck today. It's fine. Fine. But all right. Should we jump into some ratings? Cody, would you like to go first since apparently we screwed you out of the last one? Oh. (laughs) Uh, This is a 13 for me. It will always be a 13 for me. It's just, it's magical. Same. Same. Yeah, I figured as much. We were all just going to say 13s. Perfect score. There you go, Taylor. Uh, Well, I guess that's another wrap on a great episode of Enchanted, a Taylor Swift podcast. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Enchanted Pod because we have some great reels coming out soon and you'll want to see them. Maybe Maybe you might learn a new word. Who knows? This episode was sparkling. Don't you let it go. We are just as excited to meet and connect with you as you are to meet and connect with the one and only Taylor Swift herself. So go follow us on Instagram at EnchantedPod and tell us your theories, favorite songs, and so much more. See you there.